Hey, it's Lauren. Thank you so much for listening to The Afterlife. Enjoy the episode. This episode has been brought to you by me and my business, Lauren Grace Inspirations. So, hey, what's up? Lauren Grace here. I am a business medium and a seer and a spiritual mentor and a business mentor. I don't know why I said business medium, although that's cool. Maybe I am that. I'm just figuring that out. So thank you so much for being here. So today I'm going to be talking about, well, we're going to be talking about imposter syndrome primarily. And then I'm also going to encourage you to please, if you've got any questions on spirit development, on maybe your own journey, maybe you want a one card, a little bit of clarity, free reading from me, happy to do that. Um, Also, if you've got any questions, maybe about business related subjects, it was always interesting to me about really combining business and spirit. But I realized that as a spiritual person, I really believe that when we can learn to understand energy, when we can learn to harness the energy within us, that we can really use that to really transform our business. So that's going to be a big part about what I'm talking about today. So what I'd like to do now is I'm going to actually start off with a one card reading just as a general way of getting started. And I'm going to use this deck today, which is the Dreamtime Reading Cards deck. And um, it's absolutely beautiful. It's by Laura Bowen. I should have her on the show. Maybe I'll make a note. I'll make a note of that for sure. Be cool to see her on the show. And I'm going to pull a card for her. So if you are watching this now or you watch this at a later time, maybe when it's not live, then that's completely fine. One of the cool things about energy and spirit is that we always get what we need. Not always what we want, (laughs) but we get what we need. And so this is going to give you a little bit of the support, a little bit of encouragement. So let's see what we've got here from Source. Alrighty, and I'm playing with the new time today, so I know that some of my followers are still figuring this out because I haven't promoted it tons, so it'd be really cool to see who jumps on today. All right, so let me see here what we got. So we've got the fig tree, and this is the tree of knowledge, and this is card number 13, and I love that. Beautiful, beautiful card. So when we get a 13, one plus three is a four and four is all about goal setting. Whenever I see a four, I'm always thinking about the idea that we have a goal and then what are the steps that we need to do to achieve that goal? One of the things that I often see is that people struggle in business and in life when they don't have goals. So they're kind of almost aimlessly working towards something. They don't have a strategy. They don't have some kind of guide or map to kind of take them where they want to be. And I know that sometimes it can be difficult to think about, well, where is it that I want to be and who is it that I want to become and where do I want to take this business or where do I want to take my career or even my life? What is it that I want to do? But I think that if we just kind of make a little bit of a decision and it doesn't have to be a major decision, it can be a small decision. So, for example, I want to read X amount of books or I want to have this amount of followers or I want to have this amount of revenue coming through every year, whatever the case may be. When we can set a goal, then we can start to go, okay, so what are the steps that I'm going to need to take to get to that particular goal? 
And you never think about the beginning step. You think about what's the step just before I make my goal? And then what's the step just before I make that goal? And then what's the step before that one? So we have the fig tree here as well. This is the tree of knowledge. But when I see the fig tree, it's also wisdom. It's also ancient wisdom. It's drawing up within ourselves about that wisdom that we've kind of sometimes tucked aside. You know, that intuitive feeling, those messages that we get that whisper to us. And sometimes we think to ourselves, Mm, I don't really know. It's like that wisdom is the one that I'm talking about. I've known from a very young age what my purpose was here. And I feel that as I work towards that all the time, everything that I'm doing is kind of like still based on that idea. When we take the time to give ourselves an opportunity to grow and to consider what it is and who we want to become, then what we can do is we can start to make decisions that take us there. So when we have a goal, when we know where we want to go, then we can take the steps to take us there. It's the exact same thing, whether or not we're transforming into who we want to become or whether or not we're trying to achieve some high, some high fly goal in our business or in our life. So when we see here as well, the fig tree, because it's an earth, it's an earth element. This is also about resources. It's about material. So I feel like this is a lot about business. So if you in your career or in your business are wanting to bring about a change or wanting to create something in your life, it's about identifying what that is and then working towards it. And it's also about giving yourself permission at any time to change your mind. You're the authority on your life. And sometimes when we know what we don't want, we know what we do want. And sometimes we have to start somewhere. So that's a big part of it. Okay, so today I want to talk about the imposter syndrome. That's going to be today's theme. And one of the reasons for that is because I got the question, which was, how do I overcome self-doubt and imposter syndrome while building my business? And I think that this is really apropos whether or not you're building your business or whether or not you're also just building yourself as a person in life, right? It's a lot about giving ourselves grace. It's a lot about becoming vulnerable. And it's a lot about understanding that sometimes self-doubt is normal, but it's just a story that we tell ourselves. So before I continue, I want to just remember or remind you to remember that the journey ahead is yours to shape, that you are in control of your life. And when pieces of information come to you from me or throughout the day, it's important to make sure that you're checking in with yourself and identifying whether or not that is truth or not. And that's okay. If it's truth, bring it forward, use it. And if it's not, that's okay. Leave it to the side. All right. So I love this definition. Well, this is the definition from psychology today on the imposter syndrome. And it says the imposter syndrome is a psychological term referring to a pattern of behavior where people doubt their accomplishments and have a persistent, often internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. Not an actual disorder, the term was coined by clinical psychologists Pauline Clance and Suzanne Imus in 78 when they found that despite having adequate external evidence of accomplishments, people with imposter syndrome remained convinced that they don't deserve the success that they have. And I think personally that as a woman in business and even men in business, that a lot of us struggle with this imposter syndrome. And I think that there are some small things that we can do to really help ourselves overcome imposter syndrome. And I'm going to rattle off a couple of those ideas for you as well right now. But the first thing I want to say is this. There is nothing wrong with you. There is nothing wrong with you. 
And I don't know whether or not you've reminded yourself of that lately, but when we remember that there is nothing wrong with us, there's nothing that needs to be fixed. There is nothing that needs to be saved here that we are really truly doing the best we can. And that when we can operate at a different level of consciousness, we will. And until then we're just dealing with the best that we have, which is here and now in the moment. So when we remember there's nothing wrong with us, that we don't need to be saved, I think it gives ourselves a break, you know, it makes us feel like there's a little bit of relief here. It's like, oh my God, I can take a breath because there's nothing wrong with me. There's nothing that I need to sort out or fix right now. Thank you. And that just gives us permission to be able to just go ahead and do what we need to do or do what we came here to do. So here's some tips and tricks to assist you with the imposter syndrome. And I'm going to let you know as well that Soul Deep Discussions is happening next month with my sister, Candice Planch. And uh, we're going to be talking about this as a subject as well. So if something that you want to explore a little bit more, let me know and I'll send you the information on the Soul Deep Discussions. Well, it's going to be tomorrow, but we've moved it to January and I have to change the sales date, the sales page. Okay, so here we go. Here's some tips and tricks to help you with imposter syndrome. Number one, inner talk. Stop thinking like an imposter. And I know that that's like really easy. Oh, Lauren, how nice for you. Just stop thinking like an imposter and everything's fixed. Well, kind of, that's true, because very often the reason why we think that we're imposter is because we're telling ourselves these lies and these different, you know, stories that basically keep us small, keep us acting like an imposter. And those are the things that are causing the problem the whole time, right? For example, oh, no, people are going to find out that I'm not an expert in animal communication. It's like, okay, oh, well, I'm not, I never claimed to be, right? And that's going to be one of my suggestions a little bit later. It's kind of remembering that things aren't really that big of a deal. It's just our mind makes them out to be. Our mind keeps wanting to tell us that things are really a major thing or super serious and that they're going to result basically in people leaving us or us dying, right? It's this whole, I think one of the major issues that we have is like feeling good enough, being good enough, feeling like we're good enough. That's like a major self-limiting belief that some of us have. Most of us have probably. Fear of death. Fear of being kind of kicked out of the tribe and not accepted. So when we remember that we have like these innate things within us, that once we just start to recognize them as being false, we can really start to reprogram our mind through new ideas. So what you can do is you can start to remember, number one, you do not need to believe everything you think. So I say to myself, five, four, three, two, one, I'm not my mind. I'm not my mind. I'm not my mind. And when I say that I'm not my mind, I'm not my mind, I'm not my mind. And sometimes I got to do it over and over and over to just get me out of my mind. It starts to remember, oh, right. I'm not my mind. My thoughts and my mind are tools that I have to assist me. However, they are not who I truly am. I'm so much more than that. I'm a soul. I'm experiencing life here in a human body. My mind is a tool. I am not my mind. I am the one who sees the thought behind the mind, right? And that's a whole other thing we can get into today, which I'm not going to elaborate too much more on because I've talked about it a lot. And those episodes are on my show and I'll be talking about it more in future for sure. Okay, next thing, take small aligned steps. So we had the fig tree card show up earlier. That was all about setting your goal and taking those steps to achieve the goal. So this is a big part about imposter syndrome. It's like, don't take on too much. I think that sometimes people suffer with imposter syndrome because they almost want to run before they walk, right? So before I came out as a medium, 
I actually did 40 free readings for people where I practice and I did a development circle every week and I had mentorship every week for months and months and months while I practiced. And what I did is I learned and I grew along the way, but I didn't come out right away and go, hey, guess what I can do? You know, I did it when I felt comfortable and I started it slowly and surely. So I took small micro aligned steps to take me to where I want to be, to take me who I want to become into who I want to become. So when we remember, okay, I don't have to do everything right now. If I take one small micro aligned step, that's going to take me in the right direction. And when I am at least facing the right direction, then I take the next step. And then I take the next step. And if you're like, girl, I don't even know what step to take. Go back to what we talked about when we had that fig tree card, which is, well, where do you want to be? And what's the step right before that? And the step right before that? And you may need to write this all down, right? You may need to jot down all of these ideas. And that's why, you know, I've created the Enlightened Efficiency Program, where I actually assist people every month in a group coaching scenario to help them with their business and productivity, because I know that when we can get clear on where we want to go and how to get there, and we know how to manage our time, we're going to be achieving these goals and kicking them off, tick, 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 so we can move on and do the next thing, do what we came here to do. So taking those small aligned steps is going to be really good. Now, fear, feel the fear and do it anyway. <sighs> so feel the fear. Be like, shit, I'm nervous. All right. You're not going to die. Move on. Keep doing it. Keep doing it anyway. And sometimes when we have imposter syndrome, we also self-sabotage, right? Where we go, okay, uh, I really want to do X, Y, Z, but I'm not going to do it because I might not be good at it. It's like, well, so what? If you're not good at it, it's not the huge just thing in the world. It's not the biggest thing. It's not the worst problem. Do it anyway. So I want you to look for opportunities in your life where you're thinking, I really want to do this thing, but I'm not doing it. Is it yourself sabotaging yourself? Do you have a fear of success potentially? Do you have imposter syndrome? Or do you maybe have none of those labels and titles and roles that you're playing? And you're just like, I'm a little bit nervous about it. Oh, well, do it anyway. One thing I learned from Marie Forleo in her book, Everything is Figureoutable, which I think is probably back there somewhere. It's a really good book. Lots of really good ideas in that. But she talks about how when you want to do something, right? And then you think, okay, I'm really worried. I'm nervous about it. And I'm fearful. Okay, well, what is the worst thing that could happen? And then what's the worst thing? And then what's the worst? And then what's the worst? And then write the plan and the strategy to deal with that. And then... What's the best thing that could happen? And the best and the best and the best and the best. And you end on the best. And then you kind of weigh it up. You're like, okay, I know what I would do in the worst case scenario here. And I know what I would do in the best case scenario. Or I know what could happen for me in the best case scenario. And it's worth it. So feel the fear and do it anyway. Talk about your feelings with others. So I think sometimes in imposter syndrome, imposter syndrome thoughts, can often be assuaged, assuaged when we talk with other friends, when we talk with people who know us. And I know sometimes when I talk with friends, uh, family, you know, if I'm having a little bit of a, a challenge with something, right? Talking about it out loud is really helpful. I talk about things out loud with my guides. They help me all the time. 
when we can talk about things out loud, often what happens as well is that our team, our spirit guides, our angels, our past over loved ones, all them, they can all come and they can drop ideas into our mind, right? If we talk to them or if we talk to our friends, sometimes they can say, Lauren, that's ridiculous. Like, let's just say I'm scared of telling you I'm a ment uh, medium, right? Well, if I've been telling a certain friend, she might go, wait a minute, but you did an amazing reading for me and you did an amazing reading for those other people. And remember that other thing? And remember that other and it's like, oh yeah, I can do it, <laughs> right? So when we can share our fears with other people or our team or journal them out and see them in front of us, sometimes we can go, there is no validity here. My fear is pretending to be important. My worry is pretending to be important, but it's actually just a thought. And I do not have to believe everything that I think. And that's super important to remember. I talked about this a little bit before, but uh, don't talk about things you don't know. So for example, I was live earlier today on TikTok and I was talking about how I can do past lives and talk to spirit and guides and blah, blah, blah. And I said, and I can talk to animals. But then I also said, but my, I'm not an expert in animal communication. And there are some people who are experts in animal communication and that's not me yet. And so I don't have to pretend to be anything other than I am. I can just say, yeah, when I see spirit come through and they're in form of animals, I can communicate with them and get information. I can talk to my own dog, not a problem. I can talk to some other people's dogs, not a problem. But I know other people who are experts at animal communication. So if you were wanting to talk to an animal communicator, I would recommend one of them over me at this stage, right? So when we don't talk about things we don't know, then we're fine. It's when I think we get caught up when we're like, oh, wait a minute, maybe I need to become an animal communicator right now overnight. I better tell you that I am one and figure it out along the way. Then we can get caught up, then we can get trapped in worry and fear and anxiety, and it causes problems for us, right? It causes problems because we are trying to be something that we're not, and it doesn't feel authentic and in alignment with us. So just look for those opportunities. And if you're not over committing or you're not saying that you can do things that you can, or you're not comfortable with, you're not an expert in, that's going to be really helpful as well. Okay, what else do I have here? Pay attention to who you hang around with. So this is important and I talk about it a lot in the training that I do and I talk about it in the workshops that I do and I talk about it a lot, but we want to be really aware of who we spend our time with. And I'm not just talking about who we spend our time with in terms of physical people. I'm also talking about who we listen to on the phone or on the podcast or the newspapers we read, the magazines we read, the articles, the social media channels we follow, the different TV shows that we follow. If we're people who are struggling sorry, I'm eliminating that word, X that word out. If we're people who have challenges at times with anxiety or maybe feeling low, or low energy, watch what content you're listening or reading or watching. Because a lot of the times that content is actually affecting us on a deeper level than we actually realize. And I love to use this example because it's so true. Gary V is a uh, influencer, entrepreneur, business guy online. You maybe you've heard of him. He's awesome. I've listened to him a lot over the years and I used to listen to him a lot. Like I binged his stuff hard for months and months and months and months back in about 2018, 2019, right? And I'm listening to all his stuff and all his keynotes and he says the F word all the time. And all of a sudden I noticed, I was like, saying the F word all the time. And like, I don't have an issue with that. I like throwing down a good F word now and again, right? But 
not every other word or every four or five words. And that's when I really started to realize, wait a minute, he's really been influencing me like in good ways as well. Cause I'm learning a lot about business acumen and strategies and marketing and all that kind of awesome stuff. And I've learned some invaluable stuff from him, but I'm also changing a bit of my language. I'm, I'm now saying the F bomb fair amount. Whereas if I hadn't been overdosing on all, all his stuff, I may not have been. So when we start to notice that, wait a minute, the things that we are reading, listening to, spending time with, blah, 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 they're affecting us. They do. They all add up. It's kind of like if you pretend that you're creating a dish of life and everything that you're doing is like ingredients that you're adding to your dish. Um, hello. They're all going to start to create and manipulate and affect the overall flavor of what's going on here. So start to look for that. Those are some big, big things. Overdose on the positive. I got a few more. And if you're just joining me now, welcome. I am talking about the imposter syndrome and ways to overcome the imposter syndrome. I had a question earlier that was a lot of, that was about how do I overcome self-doubt and the imposter syndrome while building my business? So I'm sharing some tips and tricks on that. So now we're at overdose on the positive. The average person thinks between 60,000 and 80,000 thoughts a day, which is roughly 3,300 thoughts, 3,300 thoughts an hour. Now, if you are not being very nice to yourself for most of those thoughts, or you are saying negative things, or you telling negative stories, right? That is going to be very overwhelming. It's going to create self-doubt and it's definitely going to create some imposter syndrome feelings. So what we want to do is one overdose on the positive. We want to listen to happy music. We want to read good stuff. We want to watch awesome movies. Um, we just watched Hunt for the Wilder People again. And it is such an awesome movie. I highly recommend it. It's fantastic. And tonight we're going to watch Captain Fantastic, which is another fabulous movie. So when you can start to overdose on things that make you feel good, that fill up your tank, that make you feel inspired and happy, all of a sudden you're going to start to become a little bit more like that. One of the things we want to do, and I talked about taking small aligned steps or small micro steps earlier, is that when we can do whatever we can to feel a little bit better in this moment, we slowly and surely will turn our ship around. So we start to feel really good. And it doesn't happen overnight. And it may not happen for a period of time. But when we can take the time and the space to feel a little bit better in the here and the now, all of a sudden we will, we will, we will start. But overdosing on the positive, I don't think ever hurt anybody. And now I just want to say as well, because I know some people are like positive to or toxic positivity. I, I Googled it once. I was like, what is this trend word, toxic positivity? Like, what are people talking about? And I looked it up and it was basically talking about the idea that when you're, you have toxic positivity, that you're not giving people permission to feel sad or grieve or feel their feelings. And that is completely not what I'm talking about here. But what I'm talking about here is that if you are feeling sad and you want to feel your feelings and you go ahead and you do that. But the minute you no longer want to feel sad and you don't want to feel, you know, negative and down, then it's starting to go, okay, well, what's one small thing I can do right now to feel a little bit better in this moment? What's one small thing I can do right now to just make me feel a little bit more relief? And I think that's really important for us to consider. Okay, next, 
dealing with imposter syndrome. Learn from your mistakes. Nobody is perfect. It's not about that. I think I've shared it on the show before. I can't remember, but I'll share it with you again now because it is so good. But I saw somebody on Instagram one time wrote, yikes. Well, there's always tomorrow. And I love that so much. It made me feel as though, yeah, that's exactly right. Because we can sit there and we can berate ourselves for the things that we've done or haven't done or whatnot. But really, we can also just go, yikes. Well, there's always tomorrow. And that's when I'm going to, you know, dust myself off and try again. And that's what it's about. It's about learning from the mistakes, giving ourselves permission to not be perfect, remembering there's nothing wrong with us and nothing that needs fixing, and then giving ourselves the opportunity to go, all right, well, what would I do differently next time? Or what could I have done better here? And then go, okay, cool. I'm going to forgive myself for that if it's required, and I'm going to move on forward with grace and ease. <clears throat> Visualize success. So I think another thing to deal with imposter syndrome, overcome imposter syndrome is really to see yourself succeeding. When we can see ourselves succeeding, when we can see all the things that we want really coming to fruition, you know, the, the accolades or the people that we're serving, or I have a really powerful vision that I personally have received in the meditation of the people that I've been able to serve in my life and they all coming together. And that was really, really significant for me. When we can visualize that success, we can start to really feel into that desire. We can start to feel into what it feels like to be that successful. We can start to make decisions as, again, I keep saying this, <clears throat> to take us there, to take us towards the person that we want to be. And so visualizing success is going to help us get over that fear and get over those fake thoughts of imposter syndrome. And then finally, reward yourself. So this is also about acknowledging a job well done. And I think that when we can encourage ourselves and reward ourselves for the work that we are doing, it validates our work, right? It validates us from ourselves, not from the outside world. It validates us going, yeah, I did it. I'm doing it. Here we go. And then you keep on ticking away and keep on doing more. So it's like supporting yourself to have that type of success. So that's really, really important. If you want a reading, please let me know. Happy to do a couple of one card readings today. And um, again, if you missed the whole section, I just talked for 27 minutes about the imposter syndrome. Then um, this will be back on my Facebook and YouTube and Instagram as soon as I'm done this live. And I'll release it later as a podcast episode too in the new year. Because I think that imposter syndrome is something that we all struggle with, but we really do not have to. All right. So if you want a card, let me know. Say what's up. And I would happily give you one. So Kelly Bailey, if you are here uh, following me over on Facebook, thank you. Just let me know if you are here. Hi, Lee. Welcome. Welcome to Haley and um, Shan, Lara. Thank you for being here. So Kelly, if you want a reading. Okay, cool. So I'll just do a little, I'm just doing mini readings today. I'm just going to check in with your energy, see what we got. Uh, when I'm connecting with your energy, I'm actually feeling a lot of stuff going on in my mouth and in my tongue feels heavy, almost like I'm having an allergic reaction to something, which is interesting. So I don't know whether or not there's something going on there, um, but I feel like there's something happening with my tongue. So it's very weird. It feels heavy to me. Um, normally when I'm getting something about the throat, that's very, or communication, it really comes to me through the throat space. So I feel like a, a clogged throat. Or I'm just drawing attention to my throat. For you, it's really a lot about the tongue. So that's really interesting. 
Um, one of the things too, that you could do is like, I feel like we almost need to like roar, roar or something like that, like chant or like express ourselves, but in a really vocal way. So when I'm getting, you know, communication stuff, it's like, oh, I need to really speak my truth. I feel like for you, I got to like shout out something. I have to free myself. I almost feel like, yeah, I get that. Um, I'm hearing, I'm hearing, um, what's her name? I got the eye of the tiger, fighter, faster than, I don't know the lyrics. Um, what's your song? I You're going to hear me roar. You know that song? You're going to hear me roar. Katy Perry. That's right. I feel as though there's something for you in that song. If you want to go back and have a listen to that song. Um, but I really am feeling a lot of your needing to kind of chant and express something that's going on. So I don't know whether or not you're somebody that kind of holds things in. Now the throat's coming and it's kicking in. That's going to be a little bit easier for me to probably understand as well, because the tongue is really interesting. So this is a lot about communication. It's a lot about giving yourself the freedom to express yourself. But I feel like we need to express yourself in like a really loud way, in a really powerful way almost like you've been waiting to say this okay waiting to sing this out waiting to chant right freeing yourself i've got that like free your mind and the rest will follow that's another song i think from the 80s um, okay. One of the things too, that's important to remember is that the journey ahead is yours to shape. So any guidance that comes through today, make sure that you put it through your own filter and make sure that you remember that you are in control of the decisions that you make in your future. So I'm going to pull a couple of cards for you as well. Let's see what sort of comes through here. I'm also having a look in spirit too, to see whether or not we get any visions, whether or not any of your guides come in, any of your spirit team come in too. Let's just sort of see what comes through. Um, one of the things as well with chanting, with speaking, with roaring is like we're a lot, I feel like there's fire energy that's like kind of, I'd like to know whether or not you connect with the element of fire, but I feel like there's like fire energy that really wants to get out. I want to talk about dragon energy, honestly. Um, I'm going to put for you, Kelly, I don't know if you've listened to it before. I'm going to just bring up for you. I've got an episode on the podcast with Teresa Wynn. We talk all about dragons and dragon energy and i'm going to put the dragon energy podcast for you here in the comments section so you can go ahead and have a listen to that um but what that's really talking about is a lot about releasing that fire energy so i just feel like that's going to be really important for you to do and you can actually look up different chants and you can look up different um Hopefully that came through for you. I just saw that there was like an error. I'll just post it one more time. Yeah, you can look up different chants and things like that. That'll really get you started. But I feel like <clears throat> we really need to express something that's sort of out. All right. So let's see what else we got here. And I'm using a deck that I don't always use. So this is cool. I like that a lot. All right. So um, the card that we have above is the... Um, cicada and it's like a bug cicada and actually cicadas are known number one this is the card of transformation and they transform themselves they like put themselves on the tree and then they shape and they transform um but they're also so loud i don't know if you live in australia but like the cicadas are crazy loud we have cicadas on my property and sometimes when we go outside we cannot actually hear anything. So I feel like this is really reflecting and really echoing the idea of expressing yourself in a really loud way. 
This is also talking about transformation. So I feel like it's like no more sitting on your laurels. It's an opportunity for you to really step out and really become who it is you're ready to be. And that's through voice, letting yourself be heard. All right. Um, in the past, we've got the Pathfinder, and this is expressed through the Southern Cross card here. And um, aren't these cards beautiful? This is from the Dreamtime Reading Card Deck, if you are interested, from Laura Bowen. It's a really beautiful deck. Anyway, so we've got the Southern Cross. So this is the Pathfinder. So this is really talking about you kind of going on your journey, really trying to find your way right? So this is a lot about exploration. Then we will look in the future card. We see that the, we've got the fertility card and this is the sun card. So this means that all of your hard work and everything that you've kind of been working towards is really coming to fruition right now. Now, one of the cool things that I love about the elements and I love about the seasons is really understanding maybe how they all work together, but also understanding that things work in cycles. Okay. So when we get the sun card here, this is beautiful. This is in your present moment. This is a lot about summer. This is a lot about things really coming together. This is a lot about, you know, the com the culmination of what you've been working on really pr um, producing results. So this is the fertility card as well. So whether or not you're looking for that in your life, this could be a sign of that, of um, maybe fertile like pregnancy. But we also see because there's the fertile card, it's also about how right now this is a really good time for you to plant seeds and watch things grow. This is a lot about being intentional. This is a lot about you taking time to think about what it is that you want and then creating that, co-creating that with source energy. In the future, we see the movement card. And this is the river card. Because we have the reference to the river, river is water element and, and the water element is all about intuition. It's also about emotion. So it's really a lot about tapping in to what our inner guidance is telling us. Okay. Now, one of the things that's very cool, thank you, that they're talking about as well, is they're saying that all of the decisions that we've made have led us to the here and now moment. And so it's also acknowledging a job well done for yourself. So it's continuing to follow your own inner guidance, continuing to listen to the emotions as they're guiding you and your intuition and also expressing yourself, which we know is really important. In the position of the card that's like anchoring and putting everything together, we have the bushfire card. Bushfire, again, we've got that element of fire that I was talking about earlier that I felt was very, very strong. This is also talking about the rebirth card. So when we get an element of like bushfire here, this is kind of about a cleansing. It's about a letting go of the old and then stepping into the new. We can see that reflected as well in what's happening for you right now with the transformation card, with the cicadas. This, this is a lot about you making a transition into who you really want to become. But I feel like right now it's all happening for you. So it's super exciting. So this is a lot about you remembering to really listen and trusting your intuition, listening to your emotions as they're guiding you along your journey, giving yourself the permission to transform as you see fit. And then also understanding that this is a lot about the journey, right? It's a lot about understanding the different cycles and finding your own path. And sometimes when we go down one road, we're like, oh, that doesn't really sit with me anymore. I'm going to kind of change. I'm going to modify my path. And I'm going to go a, lot, a little bit down this road here. So it's really tuning into yourself and following your own inner guidance. So short and sweet reading, but I hope that you found that that was helpful. And um, yeah. Check out that dragon episode and also have a look and see whether or not there's any chanting meditations you can do. I remember I was listening to Wayne Dyer one time and he has a chanting meditation and I started listening to it and I went, oh no, I will. This is so weird. I'm not doing it. And it took me a while. And then eventually I did a meditation with, um, I don't have it around here, but Rhiannon Hines has a book, which is called The Keepers of the Light Codes. And in it, there are these different activations that you need to do to like proceed up the ladder, basically. 
And one of the things that she has you do in it is chanting. And I did that and it was so awesome. And as I chanted more and more and more, I felt more comfortable with my own voice. I felt more powerful expressing myself. And not only that, I could hold the, um, um, I could hold that sound for a really long time. And that was really, really cool to watch the evolution of that. So Kelly says, this is great and speaks to me. Thank you. Awesome. You're so welcome. I, um, I thank you for reaching out to me. I also want to say, I feel like, okay. I feel like I've got an older man here in spirit too. I feel, let me just tell you about him real quick. So I'm just going to say, so, so I feel like he's on the father's side of the family. I want to put him as a grandfather. I feel like he has a bit of a comb over for his hair. Um, when I'm looking at him, he does strike to me as being sort of a solid guy, not a big guy, kind of small. I also want to talk about spiritual connections. So I feel like he was like had an affinity to God, the church, like that kind of a guy. I also feel like he had a really great sense of humor, a little bit round in the tummy. So I think he liked his baked goods and things like that. He also seems to me as like being really, really kind person when I'm connecting with his energy as well. I really feel like I want to cry. Like there's so much love and a lot of emotion here um, when I'm connecting with him. He's also showing me spending time in the living room like watching the game I also feel like in the living room he's sitting on like a lazy boy type chair he's got like his own chair I feel like there might be a blanket behind the chair that's really comfortable for him and he's got his legs up on the table I'm feeling so much emotion when I'm connecting with him that I really want to cry so it's like hard for me to read um so you're saying you're gaga yeah it's like while I'm connecting with his energy I'm just like overcome with how much love I feel um it's just like really overwhelming. And you're saying we we're very close, my grandfather. Yep, yeah, he strikes me as somebody who's like really gentle energy, like the person you could always rely on. And like no matter what, when you called him, if there was something going on in your life that he would like make you feel better about it. And he was just like such a good listener. And I just feel like he was just like so supportive about everything. I also feel like I want to talk about some kind of accolade, like going back to school or like some kind of, um, it's weird. Like he's showing me two different things. So like one is almost like I can see you as being young and then playing sport and there's something there. But then I can also feel like there's like an accolade going back to school, some kind of a certificate diploma or, or something. I feel like there's like a graduation with a hat and an outfit. So if you can let me know whether or not that resonates with you, I know you're saying yes to something, but we're on a delay here. So I'm not sure um, all the time what that's in reference to, but I'll just give you a moment. I get that. What he's talking about is like, he's still here. He said he's not far. He's not far. I get that. Thank you, sir. He's talking about how on the right side. So for me, masculine energy, right side, feminine energy on the left side. So he wants to let you know that if you hear like a ringing and this isn't like to be confused with hearing loss, of course, like a little ringing or like a sensation in your right side, you may feel heat. You may feel like a little kind of like a buzz sometime in your right ear. That's him also communicating, letting, letting you know that he's there. Okay. I do want to talk about that accolade with school. I feel like somebody needs to be like congratulated for that. It may not be you, Kelly. There may be someone that he's also close to, and there needs to be an acknowledgement of a graduation or a diploma or something like that. Oh, so you're saying my sister graduated high school and he passed soon after that. Right. So there's an acknowledge of that. So we also want to acknowledge your sister, his other granddaughter. Yep. 
Okay, a lot of emotion here with that. Um, I also feel like there's a woman with him, actually, while I'm connecting with him. It's really interesting, though. She's older, so I'm trying to figure out whether or not they're together. There's a real closeness with them. I feel like she's got glasses, and when I'm looking at her as well, her hair is done up well, almost like in her Sunday best, like she's ready for her Sunday best. Very prim, very proper, beautiful dress. I feel like her makeup is done well. Her nails are really nice. I feel like she took a lot of pride in her appearance. And also she was kind of like, I feel like that's his part, his wife. This is really what I'm getting here. I'd like to let you let me know whether or not this connects to you. Um, but when I'm getting her, there's like a real affection between to the two of them, a closeness. I also feel like she was like the harsher one, <laughs> like maybe the one that was a little bit more strict. And he's like the softer one who's a little bit like allowing people to kind of get away with stuff. Whereas you weren't really going to turn anything over with her. Like she was just not going to let that happen. I also want to talk about Sunday dinners. And I also want to talk about biscuits. There's something about biscuits and like big biscuits. So for me, they look like tea biscuits like my grandma used to make. Um, but it could also be scones, possibly. But I do feel like I want to talk about biscuits and I want to talk about gravy and I want to talk about like fresh butter and it's actually making my mouth water. I'm so hungry. And I feel like your grandfather is talking about really missing that and the opportunity to eat that. So <laughs> that's really funny. I also think like the biscuits are really warm and like I can... I'm actually like satiating here because that's how strong the feeling is for me. I also feel like um, his wife, grandma, grandma, I think, I believe, if you want to let me know if this is working for you, um, I feel like she's also has a good sense of humor as well. So like she's strict, but she's still got this great personality as well. I also feel like she likes to wear hats and I do want to talk about her Sunday best. And I do want to talk about a lot about community and singing. And I don't know whether or not she played church I mean, uh, played cards as well, but I feel like there's like a church or community group or something like that that she was involved in, um, like her sisters that she would maybe go and do stuff with. I also want to talk about gloves, like lace gloves kind of um, on her, like her Sunday best is really interesting. Okay, so thank you. Okay, so Kelly says, my grandma on my mom's side made biscuits, but my grandma on my dad's side was strict. Okay, very good. So the woman that I'm seeing here is definitely connected to the your grandfather on your father's side, for sure. It's possible that the biscuits are coming in, possible that we're getting another third person coming in, because I can't totally attribute it to somebody. I just kept seeing biscuits, and I thought maybe your grandfather was talking about eating biscuits. But if you're saying that you know biscuits comes from grandmother... I don't see her yet. And that sometimes happens that we can get like little drips and drops. It's like, oh, wow, the whole family's here. I feel like grandpa came in and then it's like grandma came in and now your other grandma's like, oh, what? Are we all having a celebration? Are we having a party up in here, y'all? Like, I feel like I want to like celebrate and kind of go, okay, you know, and I feel <laughs> someone's being like, okay, okay. Like, I feel like yelling a lot and being really hyper extended. Okay, so you're saying my great grandma on your dad's side wore white lace gloves and I have a picture of her. Great. So that could be an also confirmation of yet another woman that's coming through here. So, um, wow, that's a lot. I freaking love this. Thank you so much, Kelly and your um, beautiful family. They, I love them. They are so good. I want to talk about a golden retriever. Is there a golden retriever somewhere in the mix? Do you have one? Did they have one? I want to talk about a golden retriever though. That's for sure. But I feel like there's someone here on your mother's side. Can't see her, but I can hear her. She's like, oh, what? Like, I feel like, oh, my God, I want to get so excited about everything. Like, I want to do this with my hands. I'm so happy. Like, really excited. 
Yeah. So can you let me know whether or not that, you know, nickname or sorry, I just read your thing there, whether or not this, this makes sense to you. <laughs> Cause this is like not really how I act. Could be your mom. Okay. Oh, sister, you've got a whole family in heaven here waiting for you. You take your time. They love you. They're like, oh no, she, she could take her time. We're here. <laughs> oh, they're so good. Okay. I'm just going to see tapping in. <clears throat> I'm just looking, listening, and feeling. <sighs> There's so much just like, like kind of vibes going on here. It's so cool. Um, okay. So the woman that I'm seeing <clears throat> on the right, I'm just going to try to tap into her energy for a moment here. Let me just see what we can get. Um, this woman strikes me as um, tall, like medium height, I guess you could say. I feel like shortish black hair kind of to here straight. And I'm just trying to see, like I'm drawn to my throat when I'm talking to her, but I also am starting to feel a little bit nauseous. Nah. So when I'm feeling nauseous, that for me is also about like whether there was medication that, that they were taking before they passed. This also could be a cancer tell. So this is interesting. When I'm connecting with her energy, I'm talking about um, your could be your mother. So that side of the family, um, <clears throat> I'm really drawn to the throat space. The throat is really making me feel like I'm having a difficulty with breathing. And I'm also feeling quite nauseous. So it's kind of like all in this sort of area from my tummy up to my throat just doesn't feel very good. It doesn't feel very right. And I feel like, you know, there's a, yeah, I just read that you've had a lot of loss. You, ugh, I'm sorry for that, my sister, but I just want you to know, like they are safe and they're happy and they are hanging out and they love you and they are just like having a party up in there. So they are never far. They are never far. And I don't know whether or not they've been in your dreams lately. Okay. When I'm connecting with, um, I believe your mother's soul here, I'm really feeling pressure in my head as well. So I'd like to know whether or not that's making sense for you resonating, but I'm definitely feeling like a real strong headache here. I'm also just going to see if I can pull a couple things for you and then we'll We'll see. We'll rock it off. We'll rock it off. Okay. Just going to see if I can get a little bit more information. Okay. So you're saying maybe my grandma, because she had a tube in her throat before she passed. Okay. And then your, your mom passed suddenly of a heart attack. Okay. All right. So it's very possible for sure that grandmother was all the throat kind of stuff going on. The head pain, I don't know then if we can't attribute that just yet. We'll just put that to the side. That being said, sometimes it could also be about maybe a lot of thoughts going on maybe for you, maybe a lot of processing. I don't know whether or not you've been dealing with a lot of thoughts as well. I didn't tap into that when I was first connecting with your energy. Um, but that being said, it's sort of dissipating a little bit. When spirit comes through, they kind of come through in a different way. So it's interesting. Like I can see them. I can hear them. I can feel them. I can know stuff. So um, when I'm getting like grandma and grandpa over here, um, Gaga and I think you said Bobo. Um, oh, Gaga and Gaga as well. Uh, when I'm getting them, I can see them real strong. Then you're talking about great grandmother coming through with the lace gloves. I can't really see her, but I can feel her vibe. 
So that's interesting. Although maybe I'm feeling grandma and seeing great grandmother. Then over here, I can see another woman, the way that I described to you before, and then I can feel an energy behind. So when they're both coming at me like that, sometimes it's like, cool, okay, well, who's telling me what here, right? So that's kind of is interesting how we try to organize everything. But yeah, so a lot of things what comes through is like confirmation, validation, and acknowledgements as well. All right, so I'm just going to see whether or not there's anything else that I want to say um, before we close off here. Um, do you guys have a message for Kelly? Or I feel like Grandpa's speaking out aloud here. Uh, he's saying a lot, and he, uh, I feel like I just tell her we're so proud of her, and we're here and we're watching everything. So he just wants to let you know that he's with you all the way. He's so proud of you. They all feel that way, but he's like the vocalist of the group because I think they understood that I'm like, well, this is a lot for me to go one, two, three, four, five people. And then, you know, who's, who's feeling anywhere. And also you and I aren't talking. So, I mean, we're talking, but we're not, you know, sometimes it's easier with a, with a face to face. Okay. Yes. It's interesting. It's both sides. It's so cool that they're, yeah, that they come together and that they love you. They're here. They love you. So Yes. So I'm going to leave you with that, letting you know that you're not alone and that they are there supporting you, Kelly. And I want to thank you very much for allowing me to read for you today and also for your beautiful family to be here. I love that so much. Yeah, he I can tell that he was the best. He's so beautiful. And uh, I got to say, <laughs> Grandma talking about those biscuits. Damn, I got to make some soon. So thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Uh, all your validation as well and feedback is super great. So I really appreciate that. Thank you. All right. So where are we now? Okay. I got people following me on Instagram. I got people following me on Facebook and on YouTube. So if my attention goes up and down in the video, that's just because, um, well, frankly, I'm looking at two different cameras. So that's what's going on. So I see quite a few people here online wanting a reading. And I've got to say, I don't have time to do a reading for everybody. So I think what I'd like to do is I'd like, oh, Kelly, oh, I'm so happy to hear that, my queen. I'm so happy to hear that. Kelly said her heart is full. That's so beautiful. Um, okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a one, two, three card reading for y'all. So all you need to do, there's no wrong way of doing this. Just think of your question if you want any guidance in particular. And then I want you to think of card number one, card number two, card number three. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pull from the queen of the, no, I'm not. I'm going to pull from the seven energies deck from Colette Baron Reed. So just let me know one, two, or three. And I want to do this because I want to be able to serve as many people as I can. Thank you so much for being here. I will not be here next week. I don't think, but I think I'm going to be here on the Wednesday next week instead of the Tuesday. And then I'll resume my Tuesday slots again. All right. So choose card number one, two, or three. You can let me know in the comments or you can just say so in your own head. And of course, if you're listening to this in the future, this card reading is just pertinent for you as well. So here we go. One, two, or three. And remember, the journey ahead is yours to shape. So what do we get? All right. So card number one, a burst of magic. A burst of magic. Beautiful. Card number 48. 
Four plus eight is a 12. One plus two is a three. Three is all about creativity. Three is also about fertility. And three is also about communication. So when we see a three here, when we see this card here, this is a burst of magic. And we can see a beautiful lotus flower, which is always considered connecting to the crown chakra here, which is connecting with source energy, spirit energy up above. And then we see this beautiful form that's sort of emerging from this lotus flower. And what this is really showing us is this is showing us that there is magic in anything. There is magic to be found in the mundane. There is magic to be found absolutely anywhere. It's just about whether or not we're looking for it. When we can see this card here, there's a lot of beautiful colors in it. We've got a lot of greens and a lot of pinks, and those are associated with the heart chakra. So this, to me, this card is a lot about looking at our heart space. It's a lot about looking at our emotions, and it's a lot as well about allowing ourselves to really connect with our higher self, the spirit. Um, we can see here that there's a woman that's sort of standing in this form, and her crown chakra is really connected up up high right to source energy this is just reminding us about connecting above and below because we also have nature element here that's about remembering to ground but it's also about the connection with our source so it's all about like the chakras everywhere in between so this is really about looking for magic in the mundane it's about looking for magic and opportunities that we never saw is there it's about looking for the opportunity when one door closes another door opens or a window opens or whatever it is you want to say but there is always a little bit of light within any dark there's always an opportunity in any unseen, like anything that doesn't maybe seem like an opportunity, look for the opportunity within that. That's what this card is really telling you to do. In this second card, second card rather, this is healing the heart. And this is card number 23. This is for my people number two. So this is 23 and two plus three is a five. And it's funny because the other one before I was talking about was the heart space. This is the heart space yet, yet again. So this is the healing of the heart. So as we can see here, this woman is standing there. She's naked. She has her hands on her chest and she's giving herself time to really nurture herself, to listen to her heart, to fill up her own cup, to give herself that self-devotion, that self-love that she so rightly deserves, but that we don't always give ourselves, do we? So this is telling us that there may be a change coming or there may be a change that's happening around right now. So our responsibility and our job, when I say our responsibility, that's not meant to sound serious, but it's about us prioritizing things that we can do to feel a little bit better in this moment right now. So what can you do to feel a little bit better? How can you better nurture yourself today? I was just interviewing a really interesting woman, Rachel, on my show, The Afterlight Podcast, all one word, and that episode's going live um, in the new year. And we were talking a lot about love languages, and we were talking about how we often do the love language quiz in relation to our, our relationships, but we don't always remember to also understand that that's how we see love, to give ourselves that love. So I would strongly encourage you if you got card number two to go and check out the love language quiz, just Google that there's a free quiz on there. And what you can do is you can start to find out, okay, well, what is my love language, and then you can start to give yourself love in that manner. In the third card, third position card number three, we've got opening up the door to discovery. And this is card number 33. 
34 rather, and three plus four is a seven, and seven is all about connection with higher self. This is talking about opening the door to discovery. So I feel like this is a lot about transformation. It's kind of stepping into your power. It's about looking at situations from a new perspective, and it's also about committing to the journey. So this is about getting clear on where you want to go. I talked about that at the very beginning when we were talking about imposter syndrome. This is also talking about remembering that you hold the key to your future. What is it that you want? Some Sometimes what we do is we give the responsibility or the power to other people. But what we want to remember is that we actually hold the key to our future. So what is it that we want? Not what is it that other people around us want? Now, what we can see as well here is there are a lot of stars lighting the way. So what I want you to do is I want you to think about what does a sign look like from source? What does a sign look like from my angels or my spirit guides? For me, rainbows, bluebirds, things like that are always my like tick. You're on the right path. What is a sign for you? And can you let your guides know? Can you say, hey, can you show me some owls? And then start to look out for those markers. Look out for the owls in books. Look out for maybe you might hear like on a song, someone's got like an owl reference. Or maybe there's a band with an owl name. Or somebody's got like an owl on their mug and they're walking by you in the street. I don't know. Start to pay attention to those little signs and synchronicities. Those are the golden nuggets that are helping you and leading you towards your direction. So your responsibility here, again, I say this with love, is a lot about understanding that when we're in the here and the now moment to start to notice these things and then listen to those cues. And again, always checking in with your inner guidance and your inner emotion to guide you along the way. So I'm going to send you a lot of love and a lot of light. Thank you so much for being here. If you haven't already, please do check out the Afterlight podcast. And um, if you want a reading from me, if you also want some support in your business, I have the Enlightened Deficiency Program where you get access to me. I do monthly group mentoring to help you with your business and time management. And you can find that all on my website. I also put a link to a free gift in the comment section here. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for being here today. And I hope you have a good one. Thanks. And goodbye. Hi. Thanks so much for listening to the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please leave us a review where you listen to your podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you. New episodes every Thursday.